Welcome back to New Rockstars. WandaVision's nosy neighbor Agnes is acting suspicious, but like a weirdly different kind of suspicious than everyone else is. Kind of like someone at a surprise birthday party who also clogged the toilet. Like, I can't wait to see the look on her face. Also, that dump was there before I went in. Ooh, I see headlights. So what the f is Agnes's deal? Is she lying? Who is she lying to? Is she lying to herself? I'm Eric Voss. This is Rogue Theory. With me today is Marina Mastros. <laughs> Eric, that was a crazy intro. I feel like that's Agnes's whole thing. It's just the, that she, taking she dumps in people's houses and not telling anybody is also my thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, we got a, a quartet of upper deck. Uh, I almost said a quartet of upper deckers, but that's not what just talking about. That's a whole other ballgame. <laughs> Say it. We got Say a quartet it. of upper deckers here because the main toilet's clogged. You gotta put it somewhere. Uh, no one knows that better than East Coast correspondent Tommy Vectold. Hey, hello, Eric. Everything is great here. There's nothing to worry about. We're having so much fun. Help me. You have to help me. <laughs> No one listen to him. No one help him. He has yeah, to learn yeah. on his own. And we want to welcome back to Rogue Theory, someone who's been working with us more intimately in recent weeks, uh, Brandon Barrick, now off-screen producer Brandon of New Rockstars. Yay. What's up, guys? Sometimes I'm off-screen, sometimes I'm on-screen, but much like Agnes, I'm constantly lying to myself. But I'm happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the four of us are going to try to figure this out together. Uh, what is Agnes's deal? Does she have some kind of secret plan? So we went into this series almost certain that Agnes was actually the witch Agatha Harkness. She began as this nosy neighbor who seems to know more than she's letting on about Wanda. She has this off-screen husband, Ralph, who may or may not exist, may or may not be Mephisto. She almost always wears that brooch. She had that weird moment with the mailman. She turned Wanda against Dottie and Geraldine. She shushed Herb when he's about to tell Vision because we're all something. She's really eager to babysit those boys and then shows up with Sparky the dog dead and then seemed genuinely shocked to learn that Wanda can raise the dead. Sword has been unable to identify her true identity and now, dressed up as a spooky witch, she catatonically glitches near the Westview border and upon awakening from Vision, she kind of cries, she pats herself, she thinks she's dead and then she yells at Vision that he's a dead Avenger. Dead, 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 dead. And then she drives off laughing maniacally as one does after clogging mm. the bathroom toilet. Now weirdly... <laughs> When she does get awakened, unlike other people who this happened to, like Norm, Abby Lash, she does not have a true identity other than Agnes. She just keeps responding to Agnes. And then when Vision found her before this, she could still kind of talk, unlike the completely frozen Westview residents. So let's figure this out, guys. Why is Agnes in Westview? What does she want? And I think we got to start by asking, did she want wanted to create this Westview hex? Or was this a kind of accident that trapped her inside as a victim? I think Agnes wanted to do something with Wanda's magic, but she wasn't sure what was going to happen. So she kind of set Wanda up to have some sort of uh, mm -hmm. crisis or or you know, relive her guilt and it's drawing the magic out of Wanda, but Agnes isn't exactly in complete control. She's just kind of rolling with the punches. So when things happen, she has to adjust and like play along and keep things moving in the direction she wants. But ultimately she doesn't know what the, the ending is going to yeah. be like. So she's just kind of uh, playing along. Now, is that different from everyone else in Westview? Are they 100% victims we think? 
who are completely blindsided? Is Herb different than everyone else? One of the things that stuck out to me, and it was uh, Agnes's conversation with Vision, where she gets information from him and then responds, then all is lost. Which is just a little, like, to me, it's a little mm. too mystical. It, it implies, like, just to respond that way rather than kind of like, I don't know, how a, a normal person in 2020 or whatever would respond. Like, all is lost is just, a, it, 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 to me, uh, it, uh, it implies something grander at stake. Like she's got some sort of magical power, or at least is aware of the magical world in which uh, Wanda is is playing off of. So I I, I like what Brandon's saying. I, I think it's yeah. I think she might be another sort of magical entity that has been trapped in here and is now just kind of playing the long game and waiting to see what she can do to get herself free, or if she even wants to be free. Maybe this is something that she encourages. So. Have you guys ever seen The Craft? Yes. Oh, yeah. Light as a feather, stiff as a okay, board, baby. <laughs> there you go. Um, so I think she, this is the dumbest. Um, this is the dumbest theory. <laughs> it's the roguest, a.k.a. dumbest. Um, so she is Agatha Harkness. That's why she still responds to her name because it's like close enough, right? And um, <laughs> in, if, you, if you guys remember in the classic uh, cult hit, actually, it's probably just like a overall successful movie the craft what's the one thing that makes witches stronger like you can be a very strong witch on your own but what's the one thing that makes a witch stronger and her power is like bigger sisterhood <laughs> friendship right yeah. the coven kissing the yeah, kissing the coven yeah I, it is a coven but saying sisterhood is so much better and cuter <laughs> uh but yeah a coven right so so I think she is from, uh, you know, she was alive during Salem witch times, which is why she can't, uh, there's no record of her because her record of her birth would have been like a piece of paper that's like disintegrated a million years ago. <laughs> and um, that's how she's a million years old. The Salem witch trials were well, just like I like that they tried to have IDs back in 1692, but like, <laughs> they just did yeah, yeah. back then. There's one guy who's got nice penmanship writing all the, making all the yeah, ID, yeah. IDs. You'll get it when you get it. <laughs> I want mine illuminated. God damn it. Okay, so she, so she, uh, I think she asks, am I dead? Because she watched all of her sisters get burned to death, mm. right? So she's like, oh, shit, did this happen to me? She wants the coven to come back because she is a witch. She has her own powers, which is why I think she's able to speak sometimes on her own and ask Wanda, like, hey, should I take this again? Like, what do you want? You're the director. Because she is a witch herself. But she's not as strong as Wanda. And so she's drawn to that energy. I think Wanda started making Westview on her own. Obviously, she didn't intend to. But then Agnes is drawn to that energy because she is a witch. And she wants to keep other people from shutting it down because she wants her own coven. And I think when she... I might be the only person who read Catherine Hahn's acting this way. But when, she, when Wanda says that she can bring people back from the dead... I read her acting as hopeful as opposed to, mm -hmm. to fearful. So mm -hmm. in my head, I automatically thought, oh, she now thinks she can bring her coven back, the rest of her coven that died oh. at Salem. She can increase her circle. She can get her friends back. She can get her girls back. And like, I know we've been talking a lot about Mephisto and all that, but I, I like the idea that she's, that Agnes is just, doing this for herself on her own it's like you know it's about sisterhood um as brandon said sisterhood 
it's the sisterhood and she just wants her coven back and she's drawn to that energy she doesn't realize how powerful though wanda is and now once she gets sucked in she is overpowered right like she is she got in over her head but she can still function a little bit so she wants it to keep going because she's probably benefiting from just being around that magic even if she is like sort of overcome by it so basically it's just the crap i think that's a really good idea uh in terms of what her goal might be i'm wondering marina if like westview i don't know if wanda created westview alone I, because then I'm wondering, well, then why oh, yeah. isn't she completely in control of it? I'm thinking that, you know, Agnes might have been there to help Wanda initially create Westview. Yeah. But like totally. her reaction when Vision awakened her was kind of like a <gasps> coming up for air kind of thing. Like as if like a magician discovering their trick actually worked on the other side of it. I think she was surprised mm -hmm. how effective it was. And that's kind mm -hmm. of like, that's why she has these moments of cognition is she accidentally got sucked into it. Um, but like, there are these moments where she seems like a victim and that's, what's just kind of hard to square is, or to hex, uh, I guess. Bah. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm glad you brought up that moment where she wakes up Eric, because I thought it was really interesting because the only other person we've seen woken up in Westview was Norm. And he was immediately yeah. like, oh, my, my sister, we got to help them. You know, he was like very dramatic, uh, and very concerned and like panicked. But when Agnes gets like woken up. She she grasps herself and she's like, oh, oh, am I dead? And it's kind of overly dramatic. And maybe it's because, you know, she's this supernatural being that's lived through time. She doesn't know what it's like to be a real vulnerable, normal human. So she's acting like a normal human. Like, this is a big moment. <laughs> like, oh, am I dead? Agnes, Oscar <laughs> moment. Oh, yeah, yeah. Holy this is this is Agnes going for her golden yeah. globe. You know, she needs to win the award here for best acting. Yeah, and it's strange because why is she so far away from town? You know, is she pulling uh -huh. Vision out away from Wanda, trying to get him closer to the edge of the hex for some reason? You know, Agnes is always doing these things to kind of force things on Wanda. You know, she brings Sparky into their life. Uh, she sprays the twins with that, like lavender oil, and suddenly they get older. So it's really strange to see her, like, not in control. And in those moments when she's feels like she's not in control she like kind of freaks out a little bit so i think this is like her big acting moment on the edge of town mm -hmm. trying to make vision think you know she's on his side or whatever side this is uh but she her master plan is still in effect and, and it's still working in her favor or or my friends is the reason she reacts differently to being under when she's kind of catatonic because she's not human yeah because maybe she's an alien mm. Maybe she's a shapeshifting. <laughs> you had me right before Alien. There's other non-human things that she could have been, like a spirit or a ghost or a zombie. Hey, we've or... seen more aliens in the MCU than spirits, ghosts, or zombies. That's so. very true. But I'm just saying, That's maybe true. the reason that the magic affects her differently is because she's not. She's something beyond human. Beyond belief? Fact or fiction? No. We made that up. <laughs> Things are like you're saying no 20 times. No. You idiot. It was fiction. That was false. You Why are you so stupid? We're on our last season of this, right? Eric, you did mention the brooch earlier. Where is where is the brooch? Yeah. It's been gone. That's like, what's brooch-gate. Where's the brooch? The brooch yeah. thing is killing me, guys, because like most of the time we see her with it, but we don't always see her with it. When she was Kimmy Gibblered mm. up, where was that brooch? You can't, you guys mm. will never know how many times I clicked through all that footage frame by frame. Like, is it tucked under her big frizzy hair? Is there a lump somewhere in those spandex? No brooch. 
And she was acting mm. just like she does every other time. So how important is that brooch? And why wasn't it there mm. then? Is it not important? Maybe it's not important. <laughs> maybe it's her. I mean, Eric, you said in one of your breakdowns that it could be like her talisman. And if she, if it is her talisman and she is succumbing deeper and deeper into Wanda's control, then it could be that she doesn't have it all the time with her because it represents how in control she is or isn't. So she could be losing it. Like literally it's not there as a representation of her power because she's losing her power over time. Mm. It is worth saying that when she did not have her brooch, when she's can be given up is when she's more likely to break character. So that, that was the same where she's like, you, uh, you want me to take it from the top? Um, yeah. And then she had that whole line about like, um, you know, children, you can't control them, right? Um, whereas when she does have the brooch, she seems to be more in character. So maybe mm. there is some kind of trance that it helps her stay in. Um, I Well, let's, let's ask ourselves this, guys. Do we think Agnes, I mean, Marina, your theory is that this is all tied back to her historical roots and her coven. Um, yeah. Is she working alone with some kind of plot like that? Or does she have a partner? Is Ralph or, you know, Nightmare, <laughs> Mephisto the Grim Reaper, one of these figures, some silent partner that she's serving? I know there's a lot of theories that she is working for or with someone else. I just am choosing to reject those okay. because <laughs> they all kind of like uh, hinge on like, okay, she's a servant of Mephisto. She's trying to help this other person out and they're all male characters and i just don't want that to be mm. true <laughs> i just want her to like function on her own and be her yeah <laughs> to, oh she she can have her own set of traveling pants she just wants <laughs> i want her to be her own person and have her own goal so it's like yeah she wants her coming back she wants more power she wants like to build a more modern reality of witches and bring witches back into their full power before Salem when they used to be more of them and before they all got roasted to a toasty crisp. Um, so I know it's not like a popular theory and there are a bunch of other ones that probably are way more legit, yeah. but that's what I want. <laughs> I want her to be pursuing her own agenda. Which is fine. I mean, there's a version of this, Marina, where it could be like, you know, Agatha or Agnes historically has a partnership with some kind of a supernatural entity. But this is the time where she's like, I'm going to use Wanda to overthrow him. You know, she could still yeah, have an agency. She can still be, uh, yeah. you know, on her own agenda, her own motives. But like, yeah. you know, that might require her to dethrone the previous uh, demonic figure, whoever it is. You know what? Go, girl. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Eric. <laughs> Eric, I know I know you're big on Mephisto, okay? And you want to see mm -hmm, Mephisto mm -hmm. so bad. Uh, but I really think that maybe Agnes is Mephisto, okay? Hey. Hear me out, hear me out. Ooh, you know, the okay. MCU, I think they're feeling powerful right now. You know, they've had all these successful movies. Now the successful TV show. I think they're ready to throw a big curveball at us and do a little gender swap Ooh. and have, you know, Agnes, Agatha Harkness, actually be... Mephisto mm. herself, you know, it's time. They're ready. They're and the MCU is ready to tell us what's what. They're ready to get crazy. They've had enough of the comic book nerds telling them how things have to be. They're going to tell us what it's like now. Uh, and I think it'd be really interesting to see, you know, Mephisto be a female. I That's love that great. idea. I think Agna, I think Catherine Hahn would crush that if she was given oh, that so good. I'd love to see her as a big bad in the MCU. I mean, yeah. when you think about it, we're like six episodes in, and they haven't really given us any big clues that Mephisto's yeah. going to show up. You know, there's been little uh. hints and dribbles here, like little things Eric loves to pick apart. Uh, you know, mentions of hell, a little fire, and a little red. 
But really, a Mephisto out of nowhere would be kind of crazy. And to quote Marina, I don't want a man coming in and taking this all away. Thanks, okay? girl. I think I would love to see Agnes be in charge of the whole thing. And she really is Mephisto and she's running the show. It would be unearned at this point to yeah. have a man just come in. It's not about sisterhood, you guys. It's about Mephisterhood. Mephisterhood. <laughs> Mephisterhood. <laughs> Mephisterhood. Tenet. 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 <laughs> No. Tenet, a.k.a. I can't have that seven hours of movie and discussion with my mom back ever. Please give me give me the three hours of the movie and the four hours of me and my mom trying to figure it out back to me. Please give it back to me. Christopher Nolan, reverse time um, that way. Give me that time back. So I want to um, end by just getting people's thoughts on what do we think is the end game of Agnes. So uh, Marina, you brought up this idea. It is she's just trying to reconnect with her coven. But if she is herself uh, one of these demonic entities or if she's working with someone or is it really just for the children? Are they just trying to snatch these kids? Are they trying to... Um, steal wanda's powers uh are they trying to create a portal between dimensions so they can unleash hell or some kind of demons into our world are they trying to open up the multiverse like what is the the plot yeah i mean for me like i said before i think she's just trying to bring power agatha's trying to bring or agnes agnes is trying to bring power back to herself to restore her original power and to raise the overall prominence of witches because um, Wanda in the, in the MCU has been sort of a side character and now she's the main thing and and Agnes can benefit from that. So for me, that's that's to raise the overall dominance of witches with power. I wonder if Agnes is trying to draw the magic out of Wanda through these kids. Like she's using these Tommy and Billy as manifestations of Wanda's magic and she's going to take them away. Uh, because ultimately, you know, Wanda's story is grief in all the movies. Yeah. She's always dealing with some form of grief. Uh, and now in WandaVision, she's obviously dealing with a lot of grief. And I think Agnes has weaponized that grief and is going to use it to steal Wanda's magic by stealing these kids. Because I don't think Wanda gets to leave mm -hmm. Westview with the kids. Not She's not leaving with Vision and she ain't leaving with the kids. And it's going to be sad and it's going to be tough. And Wanda's going to have to work through that pain Probably in a pretty yeah. dramatic way. Yeah, I, totally. I like that idea. Um, like, especially since these kids are don't really seem to have a corporeal physical counterpart in that hex. They were a product of the hex. So if yeah. those kids are, it's for the children, these kids have their own powers that ultimately, maybe they're waiting for these kids' powers to emerge. And we haven't seen Agnes around these kids when they have the powers yet. And maybe that's when she's going to snatch them up. <laughs> gobble, gobble. Well, uh, yeah. I, well, so, what I, so what I'm wondering, is, uh, is it almost a thing where, like, uh, whoever Agnes is and whoever she's working for, have they discovered that this section of the world, kind of like how a lot of quarterbacks come from Pittsburgh, is like a section of the world where there are a lot of kids <laughs> with potential to be uh, to have superpowers? So she needs to use Wanda to Ooh. unlock that. And are these kids the yeah. children that will eventually become the students at Charles Xavier's School for the Gifted? Like, are these kids going to be saved from oh. Agnes and whatever dark entity she's representing, and and to become Ooh. the first mutants in the uh, in the in this universe? Obviously, we know that they're going to have mutants from other places come in but i think this could be the way that, that that this universe has mutants and maybe it's all a tie-in to kind of introduce the x-men that way i don't know just thought so then you're saying that they make it past like they don't somebody doesn't steal them somebody doesn't like 
uh, absorb them, right? Mephisto right. doesn't absorb them back into himself so that they actually make it in your version. Yes. And then they just the exist action. and they need a place to go and they need to be protected. So who would, could protect them? Well, uh, some really great points there. Because it's still Rogue Theory, I've been uh, scoring your points the whole time because mm. I'm crazy. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, Brandon, I liked your closing argument there about how this might be uh, just using these kids to manifest that magic that uh, Agnes wants and it being all about uh, Wanda's grief. So you're getting one golden sparkle buck there. I'm a pro. I'm a pro. Um, Marina, you came out strong with that coven theory, and I love bringing more (laughs) witchcraft in there. So you get a point. Um, Tommy, you start out in the hole with just saying aliens. I didn't know where you were going with (laughs) it. But boy, oh boy, did you come in strong by bringing in mutants. Not because I think every mutant in the MCU is going to have a Jersey accent. I would love if that's the case. Uh, Instead, (laughs) I do think this hex is going to be how the MCU establishes the existence of mutants. Maybe it spreads outward, it grows and grows and grows, and it just triggers the uh, genetic... Uh, conditions of certain people to finally activate that X gene so they now become mm. mutants. We'll see. I assume that's where you were going, so we'll give you a, a golden <laughs> point there. But hey, guess what, Tommy? You got a backup one for Mephisterhood. That's some pretty good word for Yes! yes! <laughs> Eric, yes! why are you rewarding him for that? <laughs> I want more. I want more positive reinforcement. <laughs> Mephister, Fister. Never knew how much I missed you. <laughs> Uh, well the other big mystery from this episode is where the hell did wanda get these kids for the trick-or-treating episode we're gonna ask ourselves that but first we want to thank some people who helped us make this episode starting with our good friends at blue chew so blue chew is making waves and bringing more confidence to the bedroom or to the any room you want to have sex Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra or Cialis, but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. So it's not going to chew up your wallet either. Uh, There's no teeth on this one. If you're just trying to gum, gum it down, you can do it. I think you need some teeth to chew, right? You can't just gum a chewable. How does... I, I'm an idiot. You can do um, a lot. Just <laughs> this is why I don't improvise anymore. I, <laughs> Blue Chew's tablets combat all forms of ED and can help men gain extra confidence for when it is time to perform. Blue Chew is an online prescription service, so no visits to the doctor's office, no waiting in line at the pharmacy. It ships right to your door in a discreet package. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. Blue Chew's licensed medical providers work with you to find the right ingredient and strength for your prescription. Don't like swallowing pills? No problems here. Blue Chew's tablets are chewable. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA and it's cheaper than a pharmacy. So if you could benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew for free when you use our promo code ROGUE at checkout. Just pay the $5 of shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code ROGUE to receive your first month free. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring this episode. We're just going to thank our friends at Stereo. So New Rockstars is excited to be partnering with the app Stereo on 
three new weekly live shows. All three shows are on the Stereo app live, and you can download Stereo for free at Stereo.com slash New Rockstars. On Mondays, our editors are dissecting some of their favorite moments from the week of videos. On Wednesdays, Philip and I go through the week of entertainment news. On Fridays, Jessica Clemens and I do our live Inside Marvel WandaVision after show that you can hear hours before it appears on YouTube. In that show, Jessica and I stick around and answer more listener questions. Last week, we got to interact with a lot of listeners from all over the world, answering questions, hearing your theories, and we love doing that Q&A so much, you're going to see it on YouTube much later. So you get to be a star by uh, joining Stereo and talking with us. You're going to get some screen time. You're going to get some screen <laughs> time. So you can access all these live shows, share your questions and theories, and interact with us in real time by downloading the free Stereo app at Stereo.com slash New Rockstars. That's Stereo.com slash New Rockstars. And we want to thank HelloFresh for sponsoring this episode. HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. HelloFresh cuts out stressful meal planning and grocery store trips so that you can enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in 30 minutes or less. HelloFresh's Easy Eats offering has tons of quick and easy meal solutions, low prep <laughs> recipes, and quick breakfasts and lunches that are perfect for a busy schedule. I use HelloFresh. I really appreciate the speed and efficiency of it. We're super busy right now, pumping out all these WandaVision videos, so I don't have a lot of time to shop and cook and what spare time I do have. I, I don't want to waste. So HelloFresh gets me everything I need for a delicious meal. No wasted time wandering dazed through the pantry like someone on the wrong side of Ellis Avenue. Hey, uh, HelloFresh offers the flexibility you need with customizable orders every week. You can easily change your delivery days or food preferences and skip a week whenever you need. Do yourself a favor and help support new rock stars by checking out HelloFresh. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 10Rogue and use the code 10Rogue for 10 free meals, including free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash the number 10Rogue and use the code 10Rogue for 10 free meals. All right, back to WandaVision, knuckleheads. Uh, the first five <laughs> episodes were very clear about something. Westview is for the children, yet it is devoid of children. Vision even called it out. Billy and Tommy seem to be the first kids to pop up in this town. But in episode six, the Halloween episode, Wanda filled this place with kids. Pietro asked her about the kids specifically. He got this interesting look on his face, suspecting that these kids might have just been asleep in their beds in Westview, not woken up until now. But Wanda never actually answers his question. She just kind of acknowledges that her hex over all these people is wrong so what changed where did wanda get these kids <laughs> just the question yo where did she get these kids where did she get all these kids from central casting <laughs> yeah, well central casting. eric i uh, don't want to make everyone uncomfortable but when a wanda and a vision <laughs> are very much in love there is okay. a way they can Aww. express themselves uh and if that love and expression is successful uh, instantly Wanda will become pregnant and will have a child within 24 hours. Uh, those children, those twins... So are twins, you saying she, she rapidly shat out a uh, hundred kids? Well, I wouldn't be that crass, Marina. I would say she birthed through her glorious birth canal, uh, 1,000 children. <laughs> no, I, I, I think they were probably all under a spell. They were probably all sleeping, and then once... Uh, I think Wanda's big thing is when she becomes aware of other people's awareness, she makes adjustments, right? Like, whenever she's under threat mm -hmm. ah. of the jig being up, she adjusts things. So, she got called out for the fact that there are no children, so a part of her 
you know, that's not participating in the in the moment uh, TV show element woke the other children up. Uh, and mm. they, they got up from their beds, put on Halloween costumes, and made mischief. In this version, you're saying that, so maybe it's been like 72 hours that the uh, Westview Hex has been operational. Yes. So do you think those kids that, they were just like laying in their beds in this Westview town as reality was warping around them? I think they were frozen then, in like, time the way that everyone, the way that the neighbors in the outskirts are. I think they were kind of just in a oh, okay. Like a Sleeping Beauty! Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Just like Sleeping Beauty. My favorite. <laughs> Of all the Disney films. Tommy and this, yeah, are they pissing themselves getting bed sores? Yeah. I don't know how much time you guys have, but uh, I believe that the magic slows down <laughs> slows down their physiological needs as well. The way that the cap was able to be preserved in ice all of those years without needing nutrients. He wow. simply frozen in time. You guys want to know some... No, go no. ahead, go ahead. No, no, no. I, I definitely want to know. Based on, based on what you're about to say, I, I'm guessing it sounds like it's going to be horrific. <laughs> So <laughs> do, do yours, but then I'll tell you after. I want no, you I just think I think you. probably part. No, 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 no. I think part of the like frozen in time element of the magic also means that like their hearts probably aren't beating very fast, and they're you know they're not they don't they're not like digesting oh. and in need of nutrients as fast. They're moving super slow, almost the opposite of the f- the speed that Pietro has. Time is slowed down to where minutes can take hours. <laughs> Much like me getting this point across is taking too long. It's now <laughs> way too long, whereas it could have been much shorter. Okay, but Tommy, like, mm-hmm. you, uh, uh, I've been on New Rockstars long enough that I like to include real science when it's applicable, real mm-hmm. life, real world science. And Tommy, you're not wrong because there is a salamander and I believe it exists in China. I Someone fact check me, but I watch a lot of nature shows. There is a salamander that hibernates and slows its body down and it stops digesting it stops needing it stops using the restroom using the restroom as a salamander a little tiny <laughs> salamander restroom excuse, excuse me, me i need to go to the potty anyone in here <laughs> yeah 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 uh and it and it shuts down its body and it can stay um like in that hibernative state for years so that's real Science, Tommy. You know it. it's me. It sounds... This is you guys are full of shit. No, they are not <laughs> lizard boys and girls. Those kids are. <laughs> <laughs> because here's the deal. Here's my follow up to this. Why okay. wouldn't she just uh, puppet these kids to be awake from the get go? Why would she be like, "You'll right. stay in your beds until I need you"? Maybe That's it's harder weird. for her. Maybe it requires more concentration to control all of those people. I mean, are there kids in Eastview? You know, is there some sort of weird like Shelbyville, Springfield thing <laughs> where you know Eastview hates Westview? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pawnee and Eagleton. <laughs> yeah, she's Beats. like those pieces of shit. Beat capital of the world, Shelbyville. You know, maybe if Eastview is real, Wanda like pulled these kids out of Eastview and had them like walk into the hex. You know, maybe that was that alarm going off in that one episode was all the kids running in, uh, running into Westview. Like she's some sort of like Pied Piper and called the kids into the town in some sort of weird way. Yeah, yeah. Westview is like a retirement village. No kids allowed there, but Eastview is a family town. So they got to check and cheese and everything. There's also the idea, you know, they've established that like Wanda can transfer matter from one thing into another thing. So maybe these kids running around in this Halloween episode aren't really kids. Maybe they're just like ants or something that Wanda turned into children. <laughs> I mean, we never even hear any of these other kids talk. So who knows how capable they are. And if you look in that episode, there's a lot of people in costume 
And there are some kids running around, but there's uh-huh. a lot of adults. Like I was always looking around. I was like, I'm not seeing a ton of kids. Like she said, she made kids, but yeah, that's I true. don't see that many kids. But there are there are legitimate kids there. But I think mm. they just might be full grown ants <laughs> in a kid's body. It's it's weird. Every, every time yeah. she goes up and interact, every time you interact with one of the kids, they just say, "I'm very busy. I don't have time for this," and then scurry along. Yeah, <laughs> they're all like Manny from Modern Family. They're like, "Your words have been written by an adult in its fifties." Yes. Yeah. <laughs> did Did you guys see the new Cinderella? The like a remake of the Cinderella with um, it's like the new version or whatever. Brandy. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best version. That's the best version. Yes, no, it's, I forget the actress's name, but they redid it in like. Fairly recently, but okay. in that they, you know, obviously they have they turned the little chameleons into like the chariot drivers, sure. and they're like that's an all Cinderellas, who, um, you know, yeah, the, yeah, the rats and birds in the first. <laughs> okay, <laughs> have you guys seen Cinderella at all ever? Uh, no, but they they deal with the fact that they turn an animal into a human, and so w- none of those people can like talk really. They're all kind of stupid, and at first, if you ask the chariot driver a question, he's just like. <laughs> Help me! Lizard! Help me! Help me! Oh my god! My skin exploded! You guys remember that nightmare fuel? You guys remember that? Uh-huh. <laughs> um, that's oh a very good point. Uh, we're I think we're getting closer to it because Brandon, you have a good point there about <laughs> how the adult to kid ratio is way off. Like on Halloween, you need one parent or older sibling to walk the kids around. All of these families seem to have like the parents there, the uncles and aunts, the grandparents mm-hmm. to their one kid who's walking them around. Yeah. And then there's a bunch of teenagers, and it also looks like it's 1 p.m. Uh, Eric, I have a different like answer to why she didn't pull in any kids before. I think it's because she is she knows it's wrong. She said it's wrong in this episode. And she feels bad doing that to children all the way up until what, like Brandon said, she got called out for it. So mm-hmm. she was like, okay, shit, like I finally have to do it. Um, and I asked my friend Frank Moran for help for this. And he, and I think he's right about what he thinks. Um, he says that Wanda is a nexus being, okay? Mm-hmm. And nexus beings have the ability to affect the universal time stream. So... Mm-hmm. His idea, and I think he's really right, is that when Brandon says she got called out for it, because she thinks it's morally wrong to do this to children, she reaches through to another parallel universe or another version of herself and yanks through children from a different dimension. And that's how she got her own children. So because for herself, Vision never died. She gets to live this happy life. So she just reached through to this parallel universe and she was like, "Mm, those are my kids anyway. I'm just going to borrow them. And so she did that for the children, too, because she's like, well, shit, I don't want to, like, be terrible to these kids. It's morally wrong. But, like, those parallel universe kids, they're Mm. all going to die in an asteroid strike in two years anyway. (laughs) She Rick and Morty them (laughs) from another universe, essentially, right? (laughs) Yeah. So she pulls them in because she has that ability as a nexus being. Well, trash children from a trash dimension. (laughs) We're doing you a favor, kids. Yeah, they're going to get hit by an asteroid anyway. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of talk that uh, there was like a Spider-Man 3 set photo where there are flyers of like Mysterio, Mysterio was right, you know? And then there's also just random um, flyers for missing children. And it's like, well, we just had the blip. Mm. Are we doing another missing kids plot? Maybe that's like from another dimension. And it's, it's where those kids were taken from, Marina. Yeah. Also, if you guys ever see Missing 411, it's a documentary. It's crazy and it's not necessarily about aliens but it is how people go missing 
And it's like, you watch that, and the only answer is that they got sucked into a parallel universe. It's nuts. That's the only answer to all of life's questions, as far as I'm <laughs> Now, I want to ask you guys, I mean, the theory that I just kind of barfed out in the uh, breakdown was that these <laughs> kids might be dead, that these might be the spirits of children, because it is All Hallows' Eve, you know, that's when the spirits Ooh. walk the earth. Could that, is that too dark for Disney Plus? No, I think she, if they, especially if they get a second chance at life temporarily and it's a fun holiday and it's Halloween. So like that is when they would be the most, spirits would be the most active. I actually do think that <laughs> part of the reason the kids have come out, I think all of the supplementary magic, not to, not to blend two points together. I think she's getting help. I think she's getting magical reinforcements from mm. Agnes or something else. I think. The children, okay. you know, in the co in the comic books, Wiccan and Speed, Wanda gets them from uh, making a deal with Mephisto, right? Isn't that basically how the kids are come to be? Yeah, like she, unknowingly, she unknowingly, she, she kind of just yeah. yeah, the kids just appear, and then it was like Master Pandemonium puppeting them, and then later it was like, right. no, these are pieces of Mephisto's soul. It comics right. are right. weird, guys. They never <laughs> right, right, but so you know, it, kind of what the MCU does is take like really weird comic points and then make them like simplify them and not make them as weird. So maybe uh -huh. every child, including Billy and Tommy, uh, are all. Uh, put there by Agnes or put there by some other you know what I mean like there's another force that is kind of like filling in the gaps that Wanda can't control or doesn't control you know the thing the things about Westview yeah. that, 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 that that throw people off there, there's another some someone someone or something that wants Wanda to continue this is is helping her and, and maybe the children are manifestations of that. Yeah. Those are Agnes's 14 children back from 14, 12 or whatever, yes. back when you used to have 13 <laughs> kids. Yeah, I wish we could get yeah. back to that. <laughs> yeah, we'll see if kids come back next episode. There's a lot of theories that, uh, I mean, people have found some leaked audition tapes. These aren't leaks. These are just audition tapes in which kids read sides anyway, so mm -hmm. I don't have a problem talking about them. You just skip yeah. ahead if you're worried about it. But really, it was one of the child actors reading a scene in which he's being bullied by another kid at school. Honestly, mm. I think this was just to, like, gauge his emotional range, as you often do with sides. Mm. That never tells you what's yeah. going to be an actual script. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if kids are going to be back next episode, in which case, these kids may have just been temporary, as to use Brandon Sturm, NPCs. They may have just been set dressing, and that's why, like, when Vision got a closer look at them on the other side of town, that, you know, that little Ruth Bader Ginsburg was like, you know, the kids were not <laughs> moving. So he's just kind of like, oh, these aren't real. And he just, like, pushes them over, and they're flat, and they fall over. Like, oh. <laughs> we'll see if kids come back. Okay, I'm going to award some points here. Uh, uh, Marina, you had a good thought. Uh, you're you're going to get a Golden Sparkle book, but you have to share it with Frank Moran. I will, I will. Yay, Frank Yay. Moran. Job, Frank. I love Frank Moran. Tommy, I will give you a point for the, the in-pain lizard driver. <laughs> Kill me. So you'll get a, you were not tied up. Tommy's got three points. Tommy's in the lead. Ah, damn it. <laughs> but it's still yeah. anyone's game with rogue questions. Uh, so we got one question. Disney Plus has announced a slate of European-focused content for the Surface when it launches in those countries. So I want you three to pitch me on how you would make The Mandalorian or WandaVision more inviting for a European audience. If you're going to make a European version of WandaVision, they'd have to have an episode that was like a panel show where like six people from the MCU go on and tell stories, some of them real, some of them fake, and everyone has to guess which story is real and they award <laughs> points, but it doesn't really matter. And the show's called something like Too Many Stones in the Infinity Gauntlet. Um, yeah, they love panel shows in Europe. I don't know why. Mm. They're not funny. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god, get him. Yes. Get him. Yes. It's the Mandalorian, but instead of um instead of going around on spaceships everywhere, it's just trains. It's very efficient, mm. very uh, quiet. You get a Euro pass everywhere. It just goes all around the universe. And and most of the show is just people quietly reading. <laughs> that sounds trains. European to me. <laughs> it is. They go on trains everywhere, man. I have a great picture of me on the uh Eurail. Uh, next to a little Asian man who is so uncomfortable because these trains are so small and I'm massive. And yeah. he's just sitting next to me so unhappy. And my friend, instead of, you know, creating, a, helping the situation, just kept taking pictures of us sitting next to each other. <laughs> so that's a happy memory. Uh, not good for the show necessarily. Let's see. How do we make this European? Oh, oh, this is so easy. Uh, just uh, uncircumcise all of the male characters. <laughs> Get them. Yeah. Damn! Uh-huh. You just yeah, have to put a lot. You have to put a lot more nudity in all of the shows. And um, well, Tommy, you get the point for that one. You are the winner <laughs> of this week. Yeah. Of Thanks, everyone. Uh, well done, Wants. This this Wants <laughs> time, you get this. No one knows oh what, what, what Wants is. Um, it's a sex that position. is it for this episode of Rogue Theory. <laughs> Thank you so much to our guests, Marina Mastros, Tommy Bechtold, Brandon Barrick. Uh, follow all three of them on social media. Support their projects. Show them some love. And you can support our channel by checking out one of our many great merch <laughs> options at newrockstarsmerch.com. Like this unusual couple shirt I'm wearing with all of its AR hidden Easter eggs. One of them might be uh, a New Rockstars team member shirtless. I don't know. I've never actually done it myself. I just assume that someone's going to want to put a shirtless shot of himself in there. Follow me <laughs> at EA Which one would that, who would that be? Who would that oh, be? I wonder which. I Obvi- wonder which. Obviously, that- off-screen producer Zach Huddleston. That guy yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's definitely Zach. I was going to yeah. say, is it, is it Mastertainment? I don't know. Tell me. <laughs> which one, Who would be shirtless? Maybe. So yeah, follow all these people, get get our shirts, join us on Patreon, uh, where you can join our official Discord server. A lot of fun conversations happening there. You can follow me, Eddie A. Voss, follow New Rockstars, subscribe here on YouTube, and remember to download the Stereo app by going to Stereo.com slash New Rockstars so that you can listen to our three new weekly live shows. Uh, you can download the app for free on Apple and Android and create an avatar and profile. Uh, be sure to download now so that you can submit questions to one of our upcoming shows. Just go to Stereo.com slash New Rockstars and we'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye, guys. Kill me. Kill me.